Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of the Mafia Maidens podcast, a Buffalo Bills podcast from an all-female perspective. I'm your host, Danielle, and joining me is my co-host, Robin. Hello. Hi, Robin. And also joining us is another very special guest, Linda Gilliam, mother of tight end Reggie Gilliam for the Buffalo Bills, is here with us today. Hi, Linda. Hi, how is everybody? We're good. I heard you're in Buffalo. How's that going? Oh, my goodness. Danielle, it is crazy because I'm like, I got to get everything done at one time. And I haven't stopped since I've been here. His whole place, he has a three bedroom and it's all completed except for his bed because it is a whole week late coming. But everything else is completely done. You should see it. It is so nice. I can't wait to take pictures. We can't wait to see them. Are you going to be posting them? Yes, I will. Oh, that's exciting. I can't. I love <laughs> stuff like that. So I'm all down for that. <laughs> I want to kind of dig in a little bit. And I don't think as many people know a lot about Reggie, you know, as some of the other players in the team. And me and Robin personally, we just, we love him. And privately, we talk about him a lot. And we think that, you know, he's going to really make a name for himself, we think, in this league. So. If it's good with you, can we dive in a little bit? Sure. All right. So the first thing we kind of want to know, what was Reggie like as a child growing up? Well, Reggie is a a very spoiled child because he was (laughs) our start over baby. And so he was like an only child and he got everything. But I can say he was always a good kid, really quiet. He was never one of those um, show off types, even though he had a lot of things. You would never know. So he's just very humble. You know, he doesn't brag or anything like that. No matter how well he does something, he just keeps it really low key. I always tell everybody the story when, now he was, this is when he was small, but this was a little older. He got a uh, Mustang. He wanted a red Mustang. That's all he ever talked about when he was growing up. So when he turned 16, we got him his first Mustang, white convertible. It was sharp. And so we bring it home and I said, okay, are you going to go to all your friends' house now so you can show them your car? No, they'll see it one day. And I'm like, well, are you going to take pictures and send it to them? No, they'll see it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so excited. And I thought that would be the first thing he would do is, you know, try to show it off. Not him. Mm-mm. He just waited until whenever he, they could see it. Now, have you ever heard of anything like that from a 16-year-old boy with a convertible red Mustang? Oh my goodness. No. You know what? I'll tell you. When I was that age, my parents bought a brand new Camaro for themselves, not for me. Um, But I wanted them to drive me everywhere in it and pick up all my friends in that Camaro. And I remember at one point, my best friend's parents wouldn't let her out of the house because they thought it was actually like a boy picking her up and not my parents because of how nice the car was. So no, I could not imagine that because I even wanted to show off their car. So that's really humble that's that's a really good character you know trait to have yes he's always been like that you know I wondered about that because it, it rings true to the things that that we've read about Reggie with respect to him during training camp and that's where I first became kind of curious about Reggie because you keep reading about well, Reggie Gilliam, and he's a humble guy, and, he, and and the players just love him. And for somebody to stick out like that, right, you know, at the beginning and throughout training camp, that says something about him. Thank you. Yeah, he's always been where I have your back. He's that kind of a person. He doesn't put mm-hmm. himself first. He's very selfless. You know, he thinks about other people before he thinks about himself. So you'd say he's a process player. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, he's like, whatever I can do that, so that we can win, Mom. Because I used to get kind of frustrated when he was in college because I felt like they didn't give him the ball enough and he wasn't in the limelight. And he's like, Mom, it doesn't matter. We're winning. So whatever position I play and however I can help us win, that's all that counts. I said, okay. He said, that's all that matters. I don't need the praise. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> wow. That's why Sean McDermott likes him. I guarantee that's a, a big part of why he likes him. That's a great mm-hmm. quality to have. 
And his teammates, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember reading during training camp the things that his teammates said about him. And when he did make the roster, his teammates were not surprised. You know, the rest of the world might have been surprised, but his teammates weren't surprised at all. That speaks very highly of that young man. Do you have any other funny stories or interesting stories about him as a, as a kid growing up? Well, yes, I do have a lot. You know, some of them he would just he was really funny because he he was always very athletic. Mm. And I always tease him because I have baby pictures of him when he was first born and you could see the muscles in his legs. Wow. So he was always strong and he was very athletic, very competitive. And so he always wanted to win. Mm. And so his dad was like, well, I'm going to make sure he knows that he can't win all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Reggie would play hard and no matter what they did, he would win. And we weren't just letting him win. He was actually winning. So he always had that where I'm going to do whatever it takes (laughs) to win. And, and that stuck out. But he's also very generous because he would bring all the neighborhood kids always wanted to come to our house because, like I said, he was spoiled. So he had everything. And I would always buy all these snacks and fruit drinks. And I would buy tons of them. And this, then the very next day, they would be gone. I said, Reggie, I, said, I just bought your fruit drinks. Where are they at? Well, I gave them to the neighborhood kids because they were really thirsty. Mom. He would give all of our food away, <laughs> all his snacks, everything. <laughs> And then that carried over to college. And so, of course, Sam's Club was my best friend because <laughs> I was having to, I would buy him snacks that would last the whole month. I would come back in two weeks and they were all gone because he done fed the whole floor. <laughs> that's great. I love that though. That is, that's like how you can't be more proud of your kid when they're selfless like that. You know, I, I know how special right. that is. That's a great thing to hear. And I'm sure he's like that too on the bill. So but that's great parenting. Oh, thank you. Of course. Of course. It comes from somewhere, <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, so that's great. So here's the other thing. Uh, someone from Buffalo Rumblings had asked me to ask you this, actually. They want to know what was the pre-draft process like for Reggie? Because, you know, it wasn't like he was like a quarterback or, you know, some someone that, you know, they're going to go in the top five. Um, you know, how was the search for an agent for him? Did his school, I know he played for Toledo, did they help him with resources, connect with teams? How was that whole process for all of you? It was very nerve wracking. Um, He went to the Hawaii Bowl game. And that's when he started connecting with some of the scouts because they all came there and and they would look at their profiles and say, okay, I want to interview this person. So he had a lot of contacts and they were all excited. And the whole time they were emailing him and texting back and forth, you know, and at one point we thought, actually thought he was going to go <laughs> to the Raiders because they were really interested. They were sending him things and they had put him in their little group chat, you know, where they were, um, the coach was actually sending him out the little, like motivational messages. And so we thought, okay, well, that's where he's going. And then as it got closer and closer, things start kind of going a different direction. And he did have a agent. His actual um, Toledo coach actually knew one of the guys in Columbus. And he said, he called him up and he said, look, I have a, a really good guy. And uh, I'm pretty sure that he'll be drafted. So I just wanted you to know about him. And so he reached out to Reggie and he got with him because he had, he was thinking about another guy and that kind of just fell through. I don't know what happened, but anyway, so Reggie and Brad connected. That's his name is Brad with Terrace Sports. And he, they just really connected and he started uh, working with Reggie and, you know, putting some fillers out to see who was interested in him. But before he even done that, um, the Bills had contacted Reggie and asked him if they can um, have a meeting with him. They were going to come to his pro day and then go to dinner and just talk some things over. But then, of course, with COVID, you know, the pro day got canceled and mm-hmm. everything just got canceled. So we were like, oh, my goodness. It was it was a scary moment because, you know, he kept we of course, we watched all the drafts and then it got to the end. He's OK. He said, I think I'll probably get drafted on the seventh round. But that didn't happen. 
So it was kind of like very nerve wracking. And then uh, after the draft, then they called him was like, oh, my goodness. I don't know what happened after that, because I tell you, Bill's mafia fans started calling him like, how do they know? I mean, literally, <laughs> literally, Susie hung up the phone. He started getting all these requests and you know, to meet with the Bills Mafia and do uh, interviews with them and videos. It was just amazing. So, well, I think it was because he probably sent them all juice boxes. <laughs> so they knew. <laughs> but it was funny because I'm like, literally, Susie hung up the phone. It was like seconds. And I'm like, how does that happen? Uh-huh. We're ubiquitous. We're all over the planet. And they said, we want to have an interview with your parents, too. And I told Reggie, I said, oh, I love this Bill's Mafia. I, I love them. I said, they, they love you already, too. That's because we know how important the parents are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When we welcome a, a player, we're I mean, like, we're welcoming his whole family. It's not just that player. So. Yes, it was great because he just got so much love. I mean, you should have seen he was getting all these welcomes and all these. Oh my gosh! If you when you come to town, I want to take you to dinner. And I mean, just everything. Uh -huh. I'm like, wow! I love these people. <laughs> they are great. It really is a very unique fan base. I'm intrigued by the story of how he connected with the Bills. They leave no stone unturned, and. You know, I know that Toledo is part of the MAC conference, which is also um, the University of Buffalo is part of the MAC conference. So I sort of paid attention because I'm an alumni of, of UB uh, to the football teams. And I always thought it was interesting when we played Toledo because Toledo is, you know, they, they would put up a good fight. And so when Reggie was selected and I found out, oh my gosh, he came, you know, came from the Toledo Rockets. It's like, yes, okay, the Mac is represented again. One of the things that I saw, and I just want to mention this, was that Reggie was famous for blocking kicks. And that was kind of his specialty. And I'm looking forward to seeing him maybe do that with special teams for the Bills. Yes, I am too. And you know, when you said that um, Buffalo, when they played Buffalo, their coach, actually, he said the nicest things about Reggie after he was drafted. He actually uh, called up the uh, special teams coach mm -hmm. and said, I see that uh, you got Reggie Gilliam. I want you to know that you got a great player there. And he just said how when they played them, the, what Reggie did and how they beat them. And I mean, you would think that he would be like, oh, this kid beat us. But no, it was you would have thought he was Reggie's coach, the, the praise that he was giving him. You know, the UB coaches are, are, are great at that. The MAC conference is, I think, very underrated. You know, they're always kind of treated like, a you know, also has been. Um, the University of Wyoming is in is in the Mountain West, and and they get kind of the same label. And yet, some great players come out of these conferences, and Reggie obviously is one of them. And how great is it to have an opposing coach call up the professional team and say, "Look at you, got a great guy. That's awesome." Yes, I thought it was too. Yeah, that's really special. I loved hearing that. That's great. He must have felt so good about himself after that, too. Well, yes, but you know, Reggie, he's, he's always like, yeah, that's good, Naman, but I still have to work hard. I have to work hard. That's all he, no matter what happens, like, after his touchdown, I said, oh, my God, Reggie, you got a touchdown on your second game. Mom, it's not that big of a deal. I said, yes, it is. I said, oh, my. This is the NFL. You got a touchdown. Mom, I have a lot of work to do. I have to work hard. I'm like, okay. He's got football mentality. That's good. Boy, you talk about having McDermott's DNA. Woo. I was going to say, they're like cut out of the same cloth. So, okay. I think we could kind of, you know, we probably have a good idea of what made him sign with Buffalo, but... What exactly was it that made him choose Buffalo coming from Toledo? 
him and his agent, because like I said, he was actually really thinking about the um, Ravens. And his coach said, you know what? I mean, his agent, I'm sorry. I think that you'll fit better in Buffalo and because I think that you'll have a better chance of getting some playing time sooner than if you go to the Ravens because you could sit there for years before you really get to see any playing time. Mm-hmm. And Reggie knew that the um, Bills use the fullback because, you know, a lot of teams don't use fullbacks anymore. And so he was looking, he said, well, mom, you know, they have only one fullback and that's Patrick DeMarco and he's been around for a while. So he will probably be retiring in the next year or two. So he, he was like, okay, so if I get there, I can make the practice squad. And he said, then I can learn and study under Patrick and I'll be ready to go in a year or two. Practice squad, my butt. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. That was the plan. <laughs> Think big, kid. Think big. <laughs> and that was thinking That's big. That's amazing. You know, to, mm-hmm. you know, because he always had a... He was not drafted in high school, in um, college, so you guys know that. Right. So he's always had a hard way to go because he came from a school that was not on the map at all. Actually, I they didn't even win very many games. Hmm. And before Reggie came, they didn't win any games. I bet. <laughs> Sounds like an a, a unnamed quarterback from Firebaugh, California. <laughs> right, and so nobody was looking at him, you know, so he had to do the walk-on thing and make a name for herself. And so he just was like, okay, I got to make the practice squad. So that was big for him. That was his dream to make the practice squad and then work his way up. Wow. I cannot wait for the Josh Allen, Reggie Gilliam connection when it really starts going, because like take those two stories and then put them together and then the two people and put them together. And it's just like, Wow. Like you could write a book about Mm -hmm. it. And you know, Josh must love him because of his story too. Um, You know, they, they have a lot in common and Reggie, I can't wait to see him play more. I've been clamoring. (laughs) If you're on Twitter at all, you'll see my posts. I've been clamoring for him to get more playing time. Um, And I'm hoping that we'll see more of him as the season goes on, because I think he is exactly the kind of player that the Buffalo Bills have been looking for for a very long time. And let me tell you, the the history of tight ends in, in Buffalo is not strong. So Reggie, you know, can make a name for himself very quickly um, because the list of excellent tight ends in the history of the Buffalo Bills franchise is not really very long um so let's go reggie like two <laughs> yeah <really>. two maybe <laughs> yeah and, and i think it's probably going to be they have to build up that trust and you know because he is he was an undrafted free agent so i'm thinking you know he just has to let him see what he can do and just keep doing good and so that they can get that trust in because i'm i'm telling he is a really good player and he's a great blocker mm-hmm. and they just loved him in toledo because the running backs, they would just follow him because they knew that Reggie would open up a... Yeah, big hole. Right, exactly. When they would be interviewed, they said, I just follow, follow Reggie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what they would say. I just follow Reggie. And they would score every time. <laughs> and Reggie didn't care that they were the one that was scoring. You know, he had some touchdowns too, but his main thing was to pave that way for them to make that What he's done with the limited playing time he's had already. You know, I, when he scored that touchdown, I was over the moon. And <laughs> I'll tell you what, I fully expected it to happen. And I expect to see many more um, in the future as well. Well, thank you. I wasn't expecting it. I was really surprised. As a matter of fact, I'm kind of embarrassed to even admit that, that when he made that touchdown, I didn't even realize it was him. Me and my husband was looking at each other and we're like, that wasn't Reggie. And I said, I don't know. He said, I think that was Reggie. And then the announcer, I think, was surprised because he didn't call his name right away because he didn't even know it was me. <laughs> and so we all waited. And he said, oh, my God, that was Reggie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is so funny. I love it. So, okay, I was going to ask this later, but 
once you realized it was him, what did you guys do? <laughs> oh my God, my baby made a testament. <laughs> and my husband's like, that's my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> my baby. <laughs> but we were just like really, really surprised because who would have thought mm -hmm. that Josh would even throw him the ball in the first place? It doesn't surprise me at all. You know, Josh oh is that goodness. way. If you watch the way right. he plays, he tries to bring in everybody. Did you guys get to keep like the ball after the touchdown or? Yes. And we have it in a case. We already bought a case. Oh. And, um, this weekend, Reggie gave us his gloves. I didn't know they also have the touchdown oh, gloves. Nice. And so I we're going to put those in the case with the football. And now, do you keep, are you going to keep yeah. that or is that going to go in his new house now? No, it's going to go into uh, his room go into at our house. home. Oh, good. Yes. His dad has made a shrine of his oh, room. Wow. Seriously. From <laughs> high school. I'm sure. All the college, because he got so many awards and accolades and he had his whole room. We don't even have any more room on the wall. Wow for all his awards and all his pictures and newspaper articles and all that. So oh, that's so special though. How nice is that? I love hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it has me all emotional and I, I've been very emotional <laughs> lately. So like all these stories are just like, Oh, I'm tearing up over here. I love that. So that's great. Well, you know, this is the thing that, you know, we try to bring to our podcast is a little different, you know, from the guys that do a lot of the X's and O's podcasts. Um, we talk that too, you know, we'll do post game podcasts and that sort of thing, but we really do enjoy being able to, to interview family members. We had Mrs. Bean on, um, recently, she was just delightful. And it, this is where we really feel like we get the, the real mm -hmm. scoop on a player because, you, you know, when, when a player is talking to the mainstream media they get coached in terms of, okay, this is what you say. This is what you don't say, blah, blah, blah. But when you talk to mama, you get the straight scoop. You can connect with the yep. players, you know, in a, in a real personal way. So this is great. I love it. And Reggie is pretty private. And when I had my first interview, he said, mom, why do everybody always want to interview you? I said, I don't know. I said, you know, I'm, I'm a people person for one thing. I love talking to people. I don't know a stranger. And he said, and why did you send all those baby pictures, mom? Why did you do that? That's embarrassing. I didn't say you can send those. I said, I'm the mom. I can send what I want to to who I want to. And I can talk to who I want to. <laughs> I said, I don't need your permission. That is funny. You know, my daughter, she's going to be 10 in a couple of weeks, actually. And she's starting to get that way with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm just yeah. like, mm, mom, they mom, I can do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> they do. That's so funny. It's so nice. And we're very grateful to you for spending time with us because these are the kinds of things that a lot of fans, especially Bill's Mafia fans, I mean, we're all family. We talk about that. And so getting to know a player um, through the media is very difficult. But when we meet family members or we get to interview family members, we find out mm -hmm. what that person is really like. But what we want to know too is what was training camp like for him then? Because you said that you know, his goal was to make the practice squad. And then, you know, he goes with the Bills and then now he's in training camp. How was that for him? Training camp was fun for him, but very hard because Reggie takes everything really, really serious and he's hard on himself sometimes. And so I would say, okay, how did today go? It was okay. And I'm saying, well, did you do a good job? Yeah, I think so, but I could have done better. You know, so he was always hard on himself. So then I would read where one of the uh, sports writers would write something on him and they would say he had this great catch or he had this great block. And, but he would tell me, oh, it was okay. I could have done better. And I'm like, oh, my <laughs> So I would just start reading what everybody was writing because he would never brag on himself. I, I think it was because he felt like that he should have done better because he needed to prove himself. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah. yeah, so he wanted always to be perfect. And I, know, I think a lot of that is my fault because I've always, I'm kind of an overachiever mm -hmm. and I 
kind of wanted him to live up to that. You know, I don't know how much you know about like his academics and stuff. But when he was in school, I was always on him in college because I'm like, you got all A's and one B. I said, so next time I want you to get all A's. I said, that shows that you can do it. You know, because when he first started, he was like, well, mom, I, why are you so hard on me? He said, a C is average. I said, but you're not average. We are not average people. We get straight A's. Mm-hmm. And so just recently, they uh, sent out a picture from Toledo. He made the board again because he got straight A's and he's on the 4.0. Wow. You know, one time he got like all A's and A minus, but he always studied hard. And before he didn't understand, he thought that I was too hard on him. And I said, Reggie, I said, everybody can play football really well. I said, but you want to earn a scholarship. I said, if somebody is looking at two people, you're playing good. This person is playing good. What is going to set you out and make them look at you and say, okay, this person is doing better. Your grades. I said, so they're going to take the time to say he has earned his scholarship. This is not going to be a waste of our money. And he did. He earned his scholarship because when he first went there, we've had to pay first, first two semesters mm -hmm. before he earned his scholarship. What was his field of study? He just did um, interdisciplinary studies so that he can kind of go into anything. He focused on marketing and communications. But he, but he got his degree in interdisciplinary studies. Mm -hmm. And now he is working on his master's. And he only has two classes to go to finish. Wow. And I told him, I said, you're going to finish this. And we went back and forth about this. He said, Mom, he said, I don't think I'm going to need that. I said, you never know what could happen. I said, you might have to fall back on that. He said, but a master's degree is all I need for my <laughs> field of study. I said, like I said before, if you have a master's degree and somebody, I mean, a, a bachelor's and someone else has a bachelor's, what's going to make you stand out? You're going to have a master's. So I've just always <laughs> pushed him, you know. But Are you sure you're not my mom? Because... <laughs> I, I feel like you're telling my story with my mom and I'm just like this is wow I feel like Reggie and me are like brother and sister at this point so you know that's very interesting because when you you know when you set those expectations it's a very good thing you know sometimes people say oh well you're kind of hard on your kid well you know sometimes it's good to you know set those expectations and Reggie obviously thrives in in that kind of an environment and the only other thing I could say about um, his statement about, you know, I probably don't need a, a master's is my heart is heavy today because of what we know happened to Tommy Sweeney. And, you know, he has his heart inflamed and he's going to have a long road to recovery. And, and you just never know. Or Joe Burrow yesterday, you know, blowing out his knee. You never know when when tragedy like that can strike. And so it's always good to have your, you know, education to fall back on. Exactly. And, and that's what I tell him. But, you know, he's so he's so strong headed, but he does listen to me. And that's one of the fun, funny stories that I could tell you about him. I know you asked me this before and I, I just thought about this. You know how all the kids want tattoos and they want their ears pierced. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, uh, my husband is in the military. And he just never approved of that. He, you know, he's very old fashioned and he's like, girls wear earrings, boys don't wear earrings. And so when Reggie turned 18, he said, mom, do you think I can get my ear pierced now? And I said, you're grown now. I said, Go do it. No, dad, it killed me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then when he turned Aww. 21, now see, I'm bad. I shouldn't have been bringing this up, but I was bad. And I'm like, you're 21 now. I said, you can go get your ears pierced. Are you kidding, mom? Dad will still kill me. <laughs> so it's so funny because he, he wants funny. a tattoo and he wants his ears pierced. And he's 23 years old and he still won't do it because he knows how his dad feels about that. Now, how many kids do wow. that? Can you believe wow. that? And, you know, you see all the football players. Yeah, He's all the good. football players have tattoos. My oldest son has tattoos all over his body. But Reggie is like, Dad. No, Dad, Mom. <laughs> like, okay. Oh. oh, my gosh. That's so cute. I love that story. I, that's adorable, though. It really is. 
I think a lot of fans are going to hear this and just like, they're, everybody's just going to fall so in love with Reggie after this. They're going to be like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, I feel like I need like a uh, Reggie Gilliam jersey now. And I don't, I don't have many jerseys, but like, I, think I, I want too. one now. <laughs> you know, seriously. Yeah, we're going to be repping him hard. Oh, this is great. He, he is, he is a good kid. I know he's not a kid anymore, but you know, he's always he's so your baby. He's a man now, but he is, he is really, really good. And he treats us so well. He's so respectful. And it's such a blessing. That's great. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, so when he actually made the team and when you found out, how were your reactions at that point? We were in route because we were kind of waiting because he's like if he doesn't make the team he's going to be coming home and i said so we could be going up here for nothing and i said oh well what the heck so we're driving and you know we were trying to get there before they made the decision and he um actually sal had reached out to me and he was like um have you heard anything? I'm just wondering if you heard anything. And I think he had already knew he didn't want to say anything. Oh. <laughs> and so uh, Reggie called. He said, Mom, he said, I don't know what's going on. He said, but I, I got a call. They changed my number. He said, I don't think I'm going to make it. This was like a couple of days. Before. I don't think I'm going to make it. Why would they change my number? So he was like really, really worried that he wasn't going to make anything, period. Mm. And so then we were coming down and he said, I didn't get a call, mom. And I said, what do you mean? He said, I didn't, I didn't get a call that I was let go. He said, so I think that means I made it. I said, well, do you know for sure? He said, I don't know, but I think I did. And then he calls us back and he said, I made it. And I'm like, huh? Now I'm, we're in the car. And he said, I made it. And I just said, what did you say? <laughs> like, like I couldn't hear. He said, mom, I made the team. I said, no, you didn't. He said, yes, I did. I said, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, I start screaming again. And I'm like, oh, thank, thank you, Jesus. I'm just going crazy in the car. And I said, these people this right, driving beside us probably like, what is wrong with that crazy woman in there? <laughs> <laughs> now, who was driving? Were you driving or your husband was driving? No, my husband was driving. And I'm pounding on him because I'm like, oh, my God. He's <laughs> Okay. He said, okay, you're going to make me rat. Stop. <laughs> but we were just so excited and I, and I still couldn't believe it. So then I called him back like 20 minutes. And I said, did you really make it, Reggie? He said, yes, mom, I made it. I said, you actually made the 53 man roster. Yeah. Yes, mom. I'm like, oh my God. Then I started yeah. all over again because it just, it just couldn't sink in, you know, cause it was just so exciting because I'm like, who would ever thought, uh, especially in this time with the COVID and he didn't go to a, a pro day. Nobody got to see him and he really didn't have any stats because he was a fullback and you just block. Nobody keeps track of blocks. Right. Right. And this has been such an unusual year, you know, and the lack of communication and, you know, everything being switched around. Uh, I can't imagine how crazy it must have felt when you finally got that word and he made the final roster. You know, it just blows my mind to hear you say this. Exactly. And, you know, we still... It just still didn't seem real for, oh gosh, I would say at least a month or so. And he didn't act any different, of course. Mm-hmm. You know how he is. <laughs> he did not act any different. Wasn't telling anybody. Wasn't, didn't get the big head or anything like that. It was just like, mom, don't, don't say nothing, mom. And even when we go out now, you know, I will say, because he's, because, you know, in Buffalo, it's, of course, Bill's country. Everybody just loved the Bills, and everybody's just crazy about him. And so he will take off his shirt, anything that has Bills on it, yep. because he's just so private, you know? And so we was looking for furniture, and she kind of recognized Reggie's name, and she was like, Reggie, kill him. And she pulled me to the side. She said, 
is your son on the bill? I said, yeah. She said, oh my God, I thought that was him. Can I get a picture? <laughs> and he said, see, mom. Oh, that's that is so I cute. I just want to hug him, like, Robin, right? Tell me, just like, you just don't want to just like give him a bear hug with all the stuff that she's telling us. Like, oh, he's adorable. <laughs> yes. And, you know, in Buffalo, that is, you know, that is the truth. You know, most people in Western New York, I'm a native. I grew up in Western New York, but I've lived in Wyoming for the last 30 years. And, Western New Yorkers, you know, are their own kind of folks. And very rarely will you run into somebody that doesn't know mm-hmm. everybody, including who's on the practice squad. So what do you think that has made him so successful at beating the odds, coming in as an undrafted free agent, making the team and making a name for himself? I mean, I think that we, again, can get a little bit of a clue from what you've already told us with, you know, he's versatile, he's humble, but what would you say? He's a hard worker and he goes after his dreams. That's all I can say. Mm. He will not let anything stand in the way of his dreams because I was like, oh my gosh, now what we're going to do? He said, mom, it's going to work out. He said, I got this. And that's okay. He said, I'm going to do my own pro day. He said, I just have to find a place to do it. We're running all over the place trying to find places for him to practice because everything was closed down and we did some things that probably weren't quite legal because we went to the park oh. and jumped the fence so he could play on the park <laughs> got ran off a couple of times <laughs> what about the veterans on the team what veterans do you think that have helped reggie the most so far patrick demarco oh my gosh he was just great even Though he wasn't practicing, you know, because he was injured. Soon as Reggie got there, he came under his wings. And I said, Reggie, I said, how is he? He said, Mom, he is the nicest person. You wouldn't believe He said, he is helping me so much. And also, he talked about Lee Smith. Yeah, and I, I don't lo- know Lee Smith, but he said both of them were just great. You hear a lot about the leadership qualities of Lee Smith and Pat DeMarco. So that doesn't actually surprise me, but it... It reinforces what I've already heard from, you know, the media and other players and people like that. So that's great to hear. I'm glad he had those people to mentor him. Yes, me too, because he, he, he really thought highly of both of them. All right, listen, Mom, here's, here's what I need to know. What is some mom advice that you give to him regularly? Like some of your common phrases and things that you say to him? <laughs> If it's worth doing, always do your best. And then I tell him, I said, no matter what you're doing, you look over it and you say, okay, is this actually the best that I can do? And if it's not, then you do more so that it is the best that you can do. I tell him that all the time. And I'm always telling you to always clean your room and your house because you never know when somebody's going to drop by. (laughs) Now you sound like my mom. (laughs) That is so funny. That and always, if you're in the car, make sure you have clean underwear on just in case you get in an accident. I'm like, mom, really? Like, seriously? I was going to say that, but I didn't want to say that. (laughs) Are you sure that you're not related to my mom somehow? I mean. (laughs) And save, save, save. And believe it or not, he is a saver. He was never like the other kids. He would save his money. Always. He would spend ours the same thing. That's the way to do it. That's wise, too. And especially it's easy when you make the NFL to think, oh, well, you know, the money's going to be there. But the wisest guys are the ones that take their money and invest it wisely um, for later in life because your careers in the NFL aren't very long. Exactly. You know, the first thing he did he got on the internet and found a program to make a budget. Good for him. Oh, yes. Wow. And I didn't even have to tell him to do that. I'm like, oh my gosh, he, he was listening to me all these years. That's crazy. Wow. And he made his budget and he said, okay, this is what I can spend. This is what I can spend. Okay, I won't get paid for these months. So I have to make sure I save enough money to pay my rent during this time. And he was like, mom, I really want a new tablet. Do you think I should buy a tablet? 
I said, Reggie, you ain't make enough money. He said, but do you think that's really a good investment? Because the one I have does work. I said, Reggie, reward yourself. You can buy a tablet. <laughs> yeah. But that's good. You know, later in life, that's going to work out very well for him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, he's like, I mean, what you said, he's 23. Yes. Going on like 75. Like, he's <laughs> so wise. He's very wise. I love that. Mm -hmm. We need to keep him on the bills forever. I don't, we're not, we're not letting him leave. I don't think. He's in Buffalo forever. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Good. I'm, okay I'm glad. We're thinking about moving to Buffalo. I told him, I said, when I retire, we're going to move to Buffalo. And he's like, okay, I, I want you to move to Ohio, mom, because Ohio is our hometown. He said, I want to have a home in Ohio. Oh, uh, yeah. I said, okay. He said, I'm going to buy not, you a house. It's not that far. No. Close enough. Close no, enough. it's not. I'm from Pennsylvania, so it's kind of like, you know, a little... Buffalo's about five hours or so from me, so mm -hmm. you know it's 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 a little different. I'm more in like Eagles country, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. So being a Bills fan here is a little little different, but yeah, Ohio and and Buffalo aren't that far from each other, so it's not really that big deal. Actually, it's uh, closer than where I'm at now in Maryland because Ohio really? is like five hours, and from Maryland it takes us like six and a half hours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, there you go. That's not too bad then. A little closer. All right, the last thing that we want to know here. Give us three of Reggie's favorite things in the whole entire world. And I don't care what it is, if it's movies or food or a phrase or a cup, whatever. Three interesting things that he loves. Well, I don't know how interesting it is, but Xbox. <laughs> oh, I love oh, Xbox, so that's interesting to me. Gosh, yes, he has so many Xboxes. He's had so many and that's what he does in college instead of going to parties guess what my son was doing studying and playing xbox the thing that's very interesting about about video games um in terms of cognition and eye hand coordination some of these games are very good for football players or you know mm -hmm. professional athletes of any kind um, so to hit, you know, I think a lot of players do, uh, play video games and I think it's a good thing. Yeah, it is. He plays Madden. And mm. so he said, mom, he said, I learned a lot about football playing Madden. Mm -hmm. And this is funny. I think you guys are like this. When they were having the virtual meetings, they asked about who the owners were. Rich was the only one that could answer that. And he knew it from Madden. That's playing Madden. Yes. yes. That's great. Madden is a very hard. Like I yes. I love video games and I play a lot of video games, but that one is like I don't know. I just I can't I can't do it. So oh, he's a pro at it. There's some, you know, there's some football players that can't even play Madden. They're not they're not good at it. So I think that's that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it will teach you a lot about the sport <laughs> and in general, yeah, absolutely. All right, so what's another favorite thing of his? Um, just sports in general, especially football. He he loves it. He's been playing since he was about eight years old. And when he first started playing, you know, it was just like everything else. He had to make a name for himself. They didn't know if he, you know, he didn't get to play at first. He had to sit on the sidelines. And then when they seen what he can do, then he was like, okay. <laughs> he was the favorite player then. But we were, uh, it was funny. We were going into a Kroger store, grocery store. There's no Kroger too, but that was famous in Ohio. And um, there was this, it was a little league. I call it, it was a travel team. I call it a little league. I don't know what the real name is, but he saw Reggie and he said, he said, hey, son, he said, I want you to come and play football for us. And me and my husband looked at each other and he said, yeah, well, he's really big and strong. We want him to play football. And we looked at him and we said, uh, he's only five. <laughs> goodness yeah he said five i said yes he's only five i said he can't play football yet he's oh i'm sorry ma'am he said well i tell you what in a couple of years i want him to uh, look me up and he gave us his card and we did we put him on that little travel league and he loved it and he's been playing like i said since he was eight. Oh, that's great mm -hmm. so it's just ingrained in him yes and he played with his dad and i mean they always always play football and Till Reggie got to the point where even he wasn't even that big, but he was strong and he uh, cracked his dad's rib. Oh, you know, oh, no. <laughs> he wouldn't get out of his way. He was tackling him. 
And his dad just played it off and he didn't even realize he had got hurt. Then we went to the heart. He said, you know, I can't hardly breathe. Something's going on. And his ribs are cracked. So after that, he stopped playing. Oh. <laughs> you know, he would they, he would still play with him, but he wouldn't let Reggie tackle him because I mean, Reggie was only, I think, about five, six years old at this time. Oh my um, goodness. Yes, yes. And he was just always really athletic, you know. He would ride his bike and his dad would take him on bike rides. I'm like, gosh, you guys were gone a long time. He said, yeah, we did two miles today. And I'm like, two miles? I said, he's only three. And you got him doing two miles. He said, he can handle it. I said, okay. Go for it. Yeah. Yes. And so he's just always been very athletic. He loves playing outside. And then his other uh, favorite thing is shoes. Tennis shoes. shoes. Yes. <laughs> yes. He even had his little business of uh, buying and selling and trading shoes. Oh, he's one of those sneakerheads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh -huh. He was a little entrepreneur. That's great. <laughs> Good for him. Oh, my goodness. How many, how many shoes do you think he has, if you had to guess? Oh, gosh. He doesn't have as many as he used to. At one time, he probably had to 60, 80 pair. I yeah. think he's probably down to about 30 now. He's bought some here recently, but he'll, he'll buy them and then he'll sell them and make money off of them. Yep. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I know a lot of people that do that. That's a good business. Yes. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. That's great. So basically there's nothing that he can't do is what you're trying to tell us here. Yeah, he is. He is, He's pretty neat. I love him. Yeah. Yeah, he's versatile. He just does, he does everything. That is great to hear. Yeah, he even played basketball in high school, and he was real good at basketball, too. Was he good? How tall is yeah. he? He is six one two, some six one and a half, something like that. Not real he, tall. What did he play, and what was his position in basketball? You know what? I don't even know. Yeah. All I know is that he would always get the rebounds because he got those long arms. Yeah, yep, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, gotcha. he would always get the rebounds, and they would always throw the ball to him. And I mean, it's just, it's funny because... He he liked basketball, but he was really into football. And so you know, you really can't do both. So he kind of gave up and then they want they needed him. And they said, We need you to play basketball, Reggie. So his senior year, he said, Okay, I'll play basketball. And then it was the same thing. Get the ball to Reggie, get the ball to Reggie, just like football. Get the ball to Reggie. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Well, I'm glad he chose football because yes, me too. now he's on our that bill. Our so <laughs> was there anything that either of you want to add or ask or talk about before we go i'm good but i just would like to say thank you very much because you have given us a real picture of the man behind the mask and the helmet and we're very grateful for that um i think if i was enchanted with Reggie Gilliam, I don't know that I could be even more enchanted, but I am. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you know, we were really, we were really blessed. And uh, he's just always been a good kid. He never got in trouble at school. You know, you hear about all these parents telling these horror stories about their teenagers, how they would get in trouble, how they would do this, how they do that. Mm -hmm. They were drink, drinking and smoking. We never had any, to worry about any of that stuff with him. So we we're just really blessed. That's great. Well, we're rooting mm -hmm. for him. And like I Thank said, you. I think we need some Gilliam jerseys over here. And <laughs> um, I think I'll be putting them on the, the Buffalo Rumblings bingo board more because I did have one a few times. I almost want to say I had him on the time that he had the touchdown. Oh, the touchdowns. Like, Thanks. Yes. Yes. That are coming because they're <laughs> yes. and the block kicks. That's what I'm. I'm oh for. yes, kicks. the block kicks. I can't yes. wait for that. That is like I love special teams. I always want yes. something big to happen. So, oh, she responded. <laughs> you probably don't even. Maybe it was for his birthday or something. I can't remember, but it was so cute. And I said, "Oh my god!" Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I always, you know, like I'll go and search his name and everything, and just to see like you know what people are saying and like watch little videos and but like like I said it's me and Robin have had this weird little obsession with him for whatever reason and that was before we knew all of this stuff it's just like mm -hmm. this hunch that like something big was coming for him I guess I don't know mm -hmm. we've talked about it in private a lot but mm -hmm. but yeah that's probably why and I didn't even know I think you had followed me on Twitter yes mm -hmm. and 
I was like, you know, I'm more active on Rumbling Swinner than I am my own. And I have like a lot of, you know, followers and I follow a lot of people. And then one day it hit me. I'm like, wait a minute. I bet she's related to Reggie Gilliam, you know? So then I went and looked at, you know, that it, it like hit me. And then we had the podcast and I'm like, Rob, we have to have her on. Like we already like love Reggie Gilliam the way it is. I need to ask her if she wants to come on. This would be great. So it was like, it's like a match made in heaven right now. <laughs> oh, thank you. And, you know, I, anytime somebody likes Reggie or says something good, I like the, their tweet and he said, mom, you don't have to like every tweet. You like over a hundred tweets tonight. That's right. No, but I just want everybody to know that I like when they say good things about you. you <laughs> then I mama. start following everybody. And <laughs> you tell him he'll understand when he's a father someday. He'll understand that. Right. <laughs> That's what I always tell my daughter. You'll get it one day. So that is so funny. I just how old is your daughter? She'll be December 10th. She's actually going to turn 10. So, oh, yeah, wow. she's, she's a really cool. So fast. Yeah, they do. They really do. Yes, they do grow up fast. I bet she's a cutie. She is. She was excited because she was like, who are you interviewing today, mom? And I was telling her and she was like, oh, I can't wait to hear. You know, she's starting to get into like the football thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I was at her age. So she's all excited. So she's oh, she how cute. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right, guys, before we go, just make sure that you head on over to buffalorumblings.com and listen to the many podcasts that we have on our network. They are Believe, Blitzed Bills, Buffalo Rumblings Q&A, Breaking Buffalo Rumblings, Code of Conduct with Jay Spence, The Bruce Exclusive, The Buff Hub, Jamie D and Big Newt, Circling the Wagons, and our own Mafia Mavens. As always, Bills fans, thanks for listening, and let's go Buffalo. Buffalo.